0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. GPS the God. You know, it's a great podcast when we feel brave enough to take a love story, cut it in half, make you wait an entire week to hear the conclusion. But that's exactly what we did with Mark and Giselle. If you happen to miss part number one, you might want to check that out first before you listen to the conclusion. But who knows? Maybe not. Either way, we're glad that you're here. If you've been here before, you know what to do. Rate, review subscribe. Wherever you listen, wherever you watch, make sure that you rate, review, subscribe. Help us to be visible to more people. You can email us, podcast at net. podcast at parkwaybc.net. Drop us a line on the old email machine, or you can reach out on Instagram. Send us a message there. You can weigh in on all the topics we have, the guests, the debates, find out how to support us financially, all that cool kind of stuff when you email or drop us a line on instagram and since you're already online you might as well check out simply polyco they help us take care of us on all of our product needs they can take care of you as well what kind of products all of them that's what they have they will take care of you no matter your needs you can find them on facebook and instagram simply polyco you will not be disappointed in them we made you wait an entire week But you don't have to wait anymore. We are here. Part number two. You get to hear how God brought Mark and Giselle together. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. So lots of time, lots of years, lots of miles traveled. You're in China, and this is kind of where your love story, the two of you, starts to come together. Who who wants to take that? Mark, you wanna you wanna give it from your side first?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it naturally does if G's in China, um, but I mean, basically, like I mean, I'd I'd moved back and gotten back involved with Parkway, and um, you know, uh, had been in Russell Monday Sunday School class before a little bit, and uh, you know, um, ended up having another Sunday School class asked if I wanted to help teach their their class and i accepted and so um you know i was teaching a sunday school class and you know had, hadn't really ever been been on a mission before and got approached by by ralph hurst um and ralph said you know just the way that ralph doesn't get mark i think uh i think you and i need to go on a mission trip together. you know and I said yeah that sounds great yeah i'm thinking about Peru. You know, so I mean, like, so he coming up with some, he was mission chairman at the time. So he had a trip going for Peru, a trip going for Brazil. At the time, I was working on a magazine, going great. Anyway, the, the magazine ended up not getting rebu- renewed. And they didn't know that at the time, but they had kind of broken the deadline, had to let some of the people go. And so I ended up, I was one of their lower editors, but so they thought they would retain me. That way they could have some continuity. In case they could bring back the old team or build a new one that have some type of continuity. And so I got rolled over to like a real fun job for an introvert, which is the call center for the National Guard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The agency also. So I mean, just talking to strangers, you know. You know yeah, I, I think I'd like to join, but I want to promise that I'm never going to deploy. Not ready. Yeah, you know, not ready. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm 10 months, you know, I mean, we. We had planned all these beautiful magazines, had all these ideas. All those plans came to nothing. And then I'm sitting here in in my house doing phone calls, you know, uh, and just, you know, kind of really not happy with that. And, you know, it was during that time that Ralph kind of brought back up, hey, you know, we need to go on a mission trip. And, you know, if I had been in the middle of, you know, writing features Mm -hmm. and doing the travel and all the busyness it is. I would not. I said, I'm sorry, Ralph, but I'm too busy. But you know what? I wasn't. I wasn't too busy, and so I uh, ended up going uh, training with Ralph to go on a trip down to Porto Alegre, Brazil, where we knew two uh, IMB missionaries, Joel and Tamra. Cannot say enough good things about about Joel and Tamra. Um, but you know, we we trained to go down there, and you know, we get. Um, we get there, and Joel and Tamara are introducing us to the local church that they're working with, which didn't realize at the time was being led by one of Giselli's old Bible college classmates, <laughs> Pastor Andre. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're working with them. We're, and, I mean, one of the reasons I just love the way that, that we did this is that, you know, we went down there with a team of five people. You know, we had, we had Brother Ken, Ralph and Betty, David Locke, and, and myself, least of all. And the thing that was nice about those trips, I mean, not nice, but that was makes them spiritually <laughs> strong, is that there's five people. Mm. So it's not like you, you're in a group of 20. Who's going to give a testimony? Who's going to tell a Bible story? Who's going to do, you know, gospel presentation? It's going to be you. If it's not you this time, it's going to be you next time and so we were working really close with this local church and in the process one of the young ministers there his name was Alessandro I didn't know this at the time obviously but that was Giselle's brother-in-law and uh, you know we were working real close with them doing home visits you know and just living life with them and you know, sharing the gospel and uh, the and you know funny things happen on mission trips Um, you know late one night They asked Ralph Hurst, you know, Joel's like, you know, Ralph, do you like cinnamon? You know, and I mean, the context of this is, it is late, you know, like, I mean, we're drained. We've been working since like six o'clock in the morning. It's like 1145. We've just eaten some dessert Brazilian pizza. We're laying up against the wall. And then, you know, Joel just turns to Ralph and, you know, hey, Ralph, you like, do you like cinnamon? And then Ralph, I mean, I'm telling you, just like the most sincere thing I've ever heard anybody ever say. I mean, it was, he almost said like a, like a marriage vow. He just turned to Joel and was like, I do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, like, that just, as an example, you know, like, well, all, all trip, you know, anybody asks a question to Ralph or answering Ralph, I do. You know? The <laughs> like, you know, funny things happen on mission trips. And uh, one of the funny things that happened with me was that Alessandro's, you know, wife, you know, Giselle's sister, you know, we're working with them and they just kind of start, everybody kind of starts teasing me, you know, oh, you know, well, Clarissa, you know, has a sister and she's single and she speaks English and, you know, surely y'all are going to come back next year and she's going to be back on furlough next year, you know, maybe we could get y'all together. And I mean, I mean, I... and I cannot emphasize this enough, and this is something I'm, I'm really serious about, is that I did not, like, that was so far from the center of why I was on the mission trip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, so, I mean, it was just something that we laughed about. It wasn't something that I even thought about or considered. It was just something they'd joke, oh, Giselle, you see him, you know, kind of talking about it. Um, but later in the trip, I ended up being in a car with Ellison and Clarissa and neither of whom speak any English. And Clara was in there too, future niece. And right before we were about to get out of the car, we're going to this location. Clarissa just kind of grabbed me and she just kind of stopped me and she just pulled me aside and she just said, just just pray. Probably about all the new, a lot of the English she knew at the sign and you know i'm sitting there thinking well this is ridiculous but i kind of also just stop myself for a second and it's like look you can do this like i mean they she's just asked you just pray it's a simple request mm-hmm. you know you're here you can just do it you don't have to it doesn't have to go any further than that so i stopped you know took a little five minute walk and was just like lord You know that I'm not looking for a girlfriend. Because I didn't think I was going to have a girlfriend. I wasn't looking for a girlfriend. Like, not looking for a girlfriend. I'm not looking for a girlfriend from Brazil. I'm not looking for a girlfriend from Brazil and China. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But if it's your will, you show me. And if you show me, I'll do. You know, it was just as simple as that. And I thought that that was, like, going to be the end that God would speak on the, the silence that followed would be what God spoke about Giselle, which fortunately ended up not being the case. So after we, we got back from the trip, you know, I uh, you know, we were gonna contact Giselle like just functionally as a team, we were like, Hey, you know, she's gonna be here next year, we need translators. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just we'll just reach out and she ended up sending me, you know, just a friend friend request to say, Hey, you know, know you met my family. You know, and y'all did some mission work. Thank you. You know, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're looking forward to, you know, going back next year we'll get to see you. So we just kind of started talking, you know, and pretty soon on Zoom before Zoom was cool. Um, <laughs> but that was when we just, um, and that was November 2017, and that was um, just a period of time where we had, we we began our friendship because really that's what it was. In the beginning, was a friendship, um, but so that's
0: my side. I have a question. What what did your family tell you after they m- met Mark and peer yeah. pressured him into yeah. praying? So in what, the what, what did they tell you afterward?
2: Like during all that happening, I was in China working, and at that time, that, that I have to share this because. All girls out there <laughs> they're praying <laughs> um, I was in China. My team was very small, and we were four ladies uh and three of uh three of these four ladies were in their late uh fifties and six and early sixties single in wow. china and two of them have been working in China over uh, Twenty years, uh, and I was there, and and we worked. I'll just mention this: we worked uh, with a matri matriarchal, matriarchal. matriarchal uh, um, people, uh, and and they had kind of a walking marriage, and the girls didn't have their husbands; they didn't get married. They was walking; they came visit, and then the uncles raised the children. So in, in no. our team didn't, we didn't have that uh, family example as missionaries, you know yeah. uh, And I, I prayed, I said, uh, "God, uh, if it's your will for me to be here for over 20 years single, I accept your will, but I want to live. be content and, uh, and you know what you're doing if that's your will." And I just gave it to the Lord. Because it's hard to, to live in a diff like far away. And I was in my early thirties already. <laughs> um and and then I gave it to the Lord and and I I've been I had been praying all my life since I met Jesus for my for my family, for my husband. I was praying for him, not knowing that it was him. Um and they started sending me messages. Oh, this is Mark. <laughs> pictures. He's a good guy. Like the team respect him. He's the man of God. Oh, this and this. My pastor, his wife, my sister, my brother in law. Keep sending these messages, and I'm like, hey, I, I I'm, I just have talked with the Lord. I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> and and just and and of course my team and this kind of thing we we share just for fun and and also like we like we have supervisors people that like uh, we 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 try to be accountable of those things and and they saw Mark's picture pictures and hmm. and one of my friends from the Philippines she said oh gee I I don't know we we can't access Facebook in China only if we have uh, 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 what is it what do you call the protected I forget Mm -hmm. now Mm like encrypted yeah like a a
3: VPN kind of thing yeah Yeah. VPN
2: Um, and uh, and she said oh gee come on just let's check on him on facebook and, and i'm like no way i i i don't need that so it's, and and then uh, and then uh, she insisted. I said, "Oh, okay." I prayed, oh, "Lord," <laughs> 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 and and so then I sent this message: "Hey, this is just Sally. I'm here. To, you went met my people. Uh, how how did the mission? Like no intention, really. They they were all with this com- this campaign." Of- Talking about each other, but it, a campaign. That's a, a,
0: good, campaign. Word. <laughs> That's a good word. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and we we are both eighty fives. Uh, it's a good year. Yeah, lot and, like lots of things in our lives happen simultaneously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
0: well, we're telling the story. Your your story from two different worlds, really. And how God worked in both of your lives and brought you together through many different things in in each of your lives that it's not coincidence that he had a plan to bring. And and it's great that we can laugh about it and have fun with it, but none of us could have planned what has happened to bring you two together, which is why we're here telling your story.
2: Yeah. When God called me to China, it took ten years of training 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 preparing it was a long road and and like the fact that I started studying English early and then go to China and when I went to China I was going to stay long term it wasn't to go back after two years uh, and and now we're here together as a family. <laughs> And we both love the Lord, and now we have our daughter, and it's like, what is next? We are waiting where God is going to lead us, because uh, if God took me through all this and to get to China and then to meet Mark, and now I'm here in America, what what's next?
0: You, know? <laughs> you all talk just as friends. Mm-hmm. What kind of happens to bring you all? You've already spoiled the surprise. Like, oh yeah,
2: this I'm sorry. They, they get <laughs> married. If you, didn't, if you didn't guess, they get married. I think married, they, they probably they, piece that together. They, what they
3: have a they beautiful daughter. Yeah, but yes, they do. How yeah.
0: did how did it all kind of finally come together um, a, after those first initial Zoom meetings?
1: Well, uh, you know, I mean, it it started with correspondence, and so a lot of it was email. Um, she you know would be traveling to the to a village you know and then she would write back you know things that had happened and i mean a lot of things were were really interesting you know some of the things that she was doing like uh and meanwhile i'm working in the call center and so if you're not taking a call or a chat i mean you have time to write emails so i was able so i mean god created that time and so uh, the conversation we were having were Really deep, really fast. We were just, you know, just sharing who we were and right and getting more and more like, wow, like this girl's incredible. And like not and it's just like, man, I like really glad she's my friend. It's like it's just awesome to know her. For example, I mean, one day she's going out. It's like, oh, I got to get out of here pretty quick. You know, I'm, I'm I want to make sure I leave on time because they're going. We're going to the village, and they're going to kill this pig, and I want to see it.
0: And I'm like, man, exciting I'm stuff like, right dude, here. I'm like, this she, this girl is cool. She, <laughs> is. <laughs> she missed the jungles of Brazil. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm I'm like, you don't you don't hear a lot of
1: at least in America. You don't hear a lot of women say that. And, you know, I was like, man, yeah, cool. <laughs> but you know, I mean, she was she was just sharing so much about what the Lord was doing uh, in her life, and you know, we kind of we. I mean, it just kind of naturally became more intimate and more close. And within a period of two months, right as we kind of approached that new year, I was thinking, if God created... I mean, the best way I could just say it is, you know, I think there are t- times in your life, and this was one of them for me, where everything is white. Like, everything is clear. And like that, I don't know, like that January... It was like God had just made like made everything clean, like everything clear. Mm-hmm. Because you know, we've been on deployments. And you want to be really careful. this is not a type of thing that you want to play around with. Somebody that's far away, that's isolated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you can kinda of look at it and when, when somebody's far away, everything get kind of goes two strange directions. It's either a telescope, um, where everything seems really, really far away, um, or it's like a microscope, like the smallest little interaction, the smallest little sigh on the phone when you talk mm-hmm. to somebody. You're thinking about that. You don't have a lot of other interactions to think about, so you dwell with that stuff. And so I, as I was kind of coming to the realization, like, you know, wow, like I'm, I think I'm falling for this girl. I was like, well, it's not one of those things, well let's date and figure it out. You know, because that's not the way that you enter that space. And from deployments I knew that. Like you need to be very careful and very certain. And so that um that uh New Year's I prayed to the Lord asking for for a sign. Like if you know, you if you want to make me to do this, and I feel that I am, but I want to ask you, Lord, if, um, send me a sign, and he ended up sending me two. The first was, I mean, we, G, G and I just were kind of opened up about how we were starting to feel, and and she told me the story about her prayer, you know, and about, mm-hmm. and she had said the thing, I'll never forget it. She said, I, you know, with what we were, what was going on, she says, I remember my, my prayer from before, from now. And like, mm-hmm. she could see how God had done that. And that was powerful to me, but it wasn't a whole answer because she's the other person
0: other part of the equation the other part of the yeah.
1: equation, right. so that doesn't feel like an outside answer. It felt like half so i mean I, so it's like a flip the fleece, you know, and it's like you know let's do the do the other way <laughs> um but I took a because I was serious I took a week off work and I went back to spend a week with my sister, and i was just kind of you know, I, I'm I'm an introverted person. I don't open up about a lot of stuff, so I'm just telling Lindy all the stuff. And as I'm telling her this, she's just laughing, of course. You know, and, and, and but, she, but she then she starts crying. And a little bit later, um, we'd kind of sat down, and she said, "There's something I want to tell you." And she's like, "Nobody else knows this." She said, "You know, I know that since you've come back home, like you're happy." Like, you know, you're, you're around the family, you're in the church, like you're in your Sunday school class, and she's like, all these things are good. She's like, but I just felt like before you went on your trip, that I needed to pray that you would meet somebody. And she's like, and you did, in a miraculous way. And that was, that was my answer. Wow. And, um, so, I mean, I ended up... A couple of weeks went by telling my parents, you know, and then we they, they ended up meeting her, you know, online. And I was certain, you know, I mean, um, my dad said I was sitting at a table, you know, and said, well, I mean, we're just kind of sitting there. And I'm like, I just I don't know. I, mean, I don't think I can live without her. You know, I'm crazy about her. Uh, so she asked if I wanted to if I would come to, to China and to, to just to visit, you know, so we could meet in person and you know I got my Chinese visa
2: but he first he said no well no no, no. We weren't supposed to talk about that. That, that, was, when we were, that was when we were friends. That was, that was before.
1: That was before. She's like, like, she was like, no way. She no. was, you know, kind of fishing. You know, are you ever interested in come to China? Not really. You know, but then, then afterwards, you know, she, she, we were, after we'd kind of, we began dating, she was like, would you come to China? And I said,
2: yes. yes. Uh,
1: but, but anyway, so anyway, I ended up getting the ticket and, I mean, I knew, I knew um, because the Lord had confirmed it. I mean, I don't, after the Lord confirms it, I don't need another confirmation. And so I, been, some people might think this radical, but, and perhaps it is, but, you know, I went and got an engagement ring and I'm like, I'm going to China with this engagement ring. Like, I mean, and you know, it, in some ways, you know, she and I had never met. But I tell you, you know, like, we knew each other. Like we knew each other <laughs> on a deep level that, you know, if we hadn't been able to have that correspondence, we could have met each other and not known each other as yeah.
2: well. We could talk because when I was starting my day after my classes in the morning, he was finishing his day. So he has he had the <laughs> the nighttime, uh like the evening hours and I had that afternoon hour. That. So we talked, we and we exchanged emails when we could, and so that that gave us all this this knowing each other more. Yeah, by this deeper. point we were talking,
1: you know, mm-hmm. two or three hour, sometimes four hour conversations, sometimes twice a day. You know, kind the of serious the of
2: ones, day. like yeah. the important ones, were went long. And
1: you know, I mean, it, the way that we came together, we like to. We put this in our visa packet, but it's true. It's like, you know, our our story is really both kind of an old world, you know, and like the people that you know that you don't know this other person, but they kind of connect you. It's a, kind of an old world type of connection. But then we got to know each other one-on-one and with new world technology. So it's kind of this strange blend of the old and the new and I I'll tell you I mean the lord is so good this is beyond you know what I ever deserved but one of the the great experiences of my life was you know after we you know go into the airport and you have a engagement ring and you know you know you're going to to meet this this beautiful brazilian in like a foreign land and you're going to ask her to marry you like I mean not a lot of people in their life get to feel that exhilaration mm-hmm. And, I mean, just even, like, the way that the thing flew, you know, think like I'm thinking, oh, they're going to send me to L.A., and then I'm going to fly to Japan and China. No, they, they, they sent me to Washington, D.C., and then we cut across the Arctic Circle, no you wild. know, and then, and then you know, kind of get routed that way. And so it's wow. like, here you are, you know, in the airport with a ring about to leap the Arctic Circle <laughs> to go, like, ask... girl to marry you in a foreign land i mean it's just like this like you know i don't write this stuff for myself i mean it just it's just like god's so good and mysterious and um but i mean it was it was interesting we ended up meeting at the airport uh in east asia and um you know that was a that was an incredible experience
2: yeah, it was late. It was three a.m. In the morning, <laughs> <laughs> go dark thirty. It Yeah. Did
0: you Did you propose on this first meeting? Or? No,
1: no. I, I I knew that I was go- gonna propose to her on the third day because the third day was her birthday. Um, and um, you know, it, it was really hard on that second day. We were having like a romantic dinner at like one of these. <laughs> you know restaurants and there was like nobody else sitting upstairs so we were just up there and they got all this m- beautiful music playing and it was like we're having the best day and I had that ring in my pocket you know and like perfect timing but perfect timing I, I'll tell you you know we, we were also there with one of uh, uh G's teammates and and she's like, you know, yeah, oh, we got to be careful when we get on this train. You know, there's a lot of pickpockets. Oh all this no! Stuff. no. And, you know, people steal bags, and so I mean, I'm taking like, you know, extra like all of these precautions. Like, I'm trying to sleep with my bag, and the guy comes over. It's like, no, you have to put your bag down there. You know? And so, you know, then I'm putting it, taking, trying to take it out without G seeing, you know. It's, it's like a movie because you're in that kind of public kind of train, but you're all sleeping in these bunks. And so I'm taking the ring, putting it in the thing. I'll just roll this jacket up and put it behind my head, you know. And, I mean, just ridiculous, ridiculous scenarios. Um, but, you know, going into that trip, G had said to me, you know, she said, I think it's time for us to be together. And so, when I ended up proposing on her birthday, that was what I what I said to her. You know, was that I think it's time to be together, and I want to start right now. So.
3: Gee, did you have any idea that it was going to happen on this no. on this trip?
2: No, because he hadn't. We were not with my family together. Like he he hadn't met my mom yet in okay. person. Though so he he he's, he met my sister and my brother-in-law, but not my mom. Okay. And my mom was the authority. <laughs> <laughs> but I met so I I had no idea, and, okay. and my because uh, in American culture, I, I also is different. Right. You know? And my uh, this lady, my teammate is American, and mm-hmm. um, and she's like, gee. Oh, it could happen. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I was very like, no. It's... And yeah, I was just a very. I was really waiting for the Lord, and I was. I didn't have expectations, and I just. I wanted to meet him. We we loved each other, and it's like. And I was going to Brazil, and it, it, it was complicated because. I was going on furlough back in Brazil, and he would be in America. And it's like all these three countries, like all the time. It's, yeah. So you
0: you, propose, you go over, you propose, you leave again. How, how long was this trip?
1: I mean, it was, I don't remember. okay. It was like 10, 11 days. But, I mean, you know, like we were talking about before. I mean, days. You're doing about 40 hours of travel. So, I mean, we think mm-hmm. we were there for about eight yeah days Mm -hmm. actually
0: Mm -hmm. so so you come back home how long are you in china after that
2: that was may i left in august to
0: to go back to brazil Mm -hmm. how how does it you obviously live in america now how long did it take what was the process for you all getting married getting in, in coming to america
2: I got two visa denials, uh, tourist, visa. tourist visas because, because of my background, like going to Asia and not having a job
1: or it was a Matthew, it was a Matthew five, you know, 10 through 12 problem because all of the strikes against her were from her mission work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you know, they look at you, you know, are you, you know, do you have a job, you know, where you get regular income? It's like, well, no. because she's a missionary you know it's like well you know but you but you have a place you know that you have to come back you have a property or rent no i live with my mom because oh well so you do also another flight risk it's like oh you've been hopping all these different countries well i mean that's my oh and so like i mean outside of the context it just it had all the wrong flags yeah um and i mean but it wasn't but it was so in the it ended up being kind of like a very difficult bureaucratic problem as a result of the faithfulness of of her life. And so, I mean, it was, you know, that you got denied in September 2018. Mm -hmm. And we had another trip that had come down during that time period, um, a mission trip, and I just stayed an additional week afterwards. Um, So that way we wouldn't be, you know, tempted to kind of mix the, the, the family mm-hmm. stuff, meeting everybody at the same, they, they would just kind of be separated. And so that way we, we were able to do the mission together. She was my translator yeah. uh, down there, which is it's brutal. And, um, and then, but afterwards, you know, we got to, to uh, spend time with your family.
2: Yeah. And uh, the second time I applied with my mom, and my mom got visa, and I didn't. <laughs>
3: <No>. wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: and yeah, but that was uh, then. After this visa, we applied for fiancé visa, and mm-hmm. it, it was about eight months wow. after that. So it was a year and a one yep. year and a half.
1: And I mean, God provided for us in that way. I mean, we were looking for lawyers. I'd gone to about two or three different places looking for the right place. Hadn't found a place that I really felt good about, and then I think it was. Joanne Armour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was that episode 15? She's on. That's a good episode, too. (laughs) Um, But Joanne Armour, you know, uh, said, Hey, you know, there's one of our neighbors. He just married, he's a lawyer, and he just went through this exact same thing, and he married a Peruvian Mm -hmm. girl. And, you know, you might ask him. And so we asked him, and he became our lawyer, and he was, (laughs) I mean, just an absolute godsend because everything that we were going through, He had gone through, not just in the bureaucratic level, but on the emotional Mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Uh, And so, I mean, that was perfect. Uh, I mean, our visa packet ended up being over 200 pages. Wow. A lot. I mean, people say, oh, you should write your love story. It's like, we did. We did. We we did. Um, But, I mean, it was, uh, and and this church here and the church in Brazil um, was. Uh, was so big, and I always will appreciate what Brother Ken, I mean Brother Ken, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. these things, you know, you pray for them once, and then every, I mean in the life of a church, there's a lot of things that go on for a long time, and things that jump up each week, but Brother Ken, I mean it meant so much that he always remembered because for me, I mean, it was well, if this visa doesn't go through, I mean that's it, I'm just moving to Brazil Mm -hmm. Um, and um, you know Fortunately when we went to went down to Rio for your interview at the, the consulate and mm-hmm. was that August of twenty
2: nineteen? Yeah. Yeah, July August and nineteen. Yeah. And then I came that month. In, yeah. I came in in August two thousand nineteen and and we had uh, 90 days 90 days three months to prepare a wedding <laughs> and lana mark's mom helped me like i didn't know what i didn't know anything I didn't know what was hobby lobby <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> all this and yeah and i was just going with the flow or, <laughs> and in the end it was cute but your wedding. mom was able to come yeah, my mom. Awesome. My mom was the only family that came, and 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 Joel and Tamara, and Lindell and Paul. she she was my mentor in, in Bible uh, college, and only s- five people came from Brazil, and yeah, and you know what happened after? <laughs> that yeah, my mom. That was the last time I saw my mom in person yeah. and then the, the year after that she last year she passed away yeah too hard to, it's yeah. still hard to believe
1: and you know i mean it was one of the things that was hard was you know during that time with the visa you know we that time of separation was was really hard you know i mean long distance relationship you know on steroids and you know you don't know how the the end is gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna have to move here you're gonna have to move there like what's that gonna look like with me moving to brazil not speaking portuguese yet you know as a possibility um but g and i talked a lot while she was in brazil like god has you here like in in the now for a reason and we don't know what that is but we know that there's a reason and you know you know, considering our prayer from before from now like we know that the Lord has set that time for G to be able to be with her mom, mm-hmm. you know. And otherwise, if like she, if everything had just been all green lights and she'd been able to sprint away, you know, we, you know after spending two years in China, she wouldn't. have had to get got to spend a year with her mom, mm-hmm. and you know, that ended up what we thought was like a really hard thing ended up being a a blessing.
0: Yeah.
3: How was y'all's like? y'all spiritual walk during those, I mean, having two visas denied and being separated did that bring you closer to God, or I'm sure that was disappointment there. How was that time spiritually?
1: For, for me, you know, the, I mean, I, the Lord has spoken, you know, um, already. Like, I, I mean, I, I didn't have any question. Mm-hmm. I mean the the how can always change, mm-hmm. but the the what and the why were firm, and so for me it was just a, a clear set of, of choices. Like you know, it could be that we go through this and we don't get it. Well, then the Lord wants us in Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so you know, may He do as seem good seems good to Him. Um, but I mean, it is hard. It's really hard, and.
2: Yeah, Mark was more like, "Oh, we'll be okay," and I'm like, "This is not happening." <laughs> this Visa is weird, it's so hard, and yeah, my side. I was like, I, "Mark was, it's okay. We'll we're walking. And we'll get this visa." And I'm like, I, I was in the stress of coming back too, and 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 it was busy uh, visiting churches and sharing. Things and and yeah, but we shared a lot and we prayed a lot too, Mm -hmm. and that sustained us. And Mm -hmm. being we were very busy too, but Mark was the steady, it's okay. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) it's not going to,
1: (laughs) it was, it's tough, you know. I mean, and you know, a lot of people for a lot of good reasons want to move to America, and you know, and a lot of them, a lot of people have that dream. You know, and for some of them, it's to pursue a better life, you know, in in certain cases. But what was just ironic about G's situation was G didn't want to live in America. Like, I mean, like in and of itself, she wanted us to be together and to be a family. But, you know, she liked England better than America. She (laughs) liked Brazil better than America. She liked, you know, Asia better than America. And then, like, now she's having to apply and, you know, they're doing criminal records, you know, and all of them, and you know, clean slate everywhere, and she's getting rejected, you know. <laughs> like, I don't even want to go to this country, and I'm getting rejected, you know, which is, you know, just kind of the creates this uh, this emotional tumult, you know, that you kind of wouldn't wouldn't expect. And so, I mean, it, I mean, it was a it was a hard situation, you know, because also I was able to see more of the things that are in control, like we're creating the documents. That was happening mm. here. And so I was able to see things, and, you know, I could, I'm, I'm the one that could go call the lawyer, go talk to the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've had more touch points with, like, what we're going to do, the you know, the, the problem-solving kind of thing. Yeah. And she was, you know, just having to take my word on a lot of different things. And so, I mean, that was a lot harder for her than it was for me.
3: Seeing the way that this God orchestrated everything. I know going through things is is difficult and we might not see it, but just stepping back and just hearing y'all talk about it from little things like you failing the test, you in the magazine, mm-hmm. going through that allowed you to go on the the trip, your sister praying. I mean just seeing God just work through situations. And looking back on that is just it's just
0: amazing, just
1: it's almost like he doesn't want us to be able to tell our story without telling his story. Right.
0: Yeah, and I don't think you can. No, no, we can't.
3: Uh,
1: no, it doesn't make sense. No, yeah, outside of it. No.
0: Well, thank you very much for telling your story, sharing with everyone. Um, it is amazing. I mean, there's no other word to describe it. Amazing. Uh, we already said there's no one here could have orchestrated and planned everything that happened to the two of you to bring you together. Um, and we're glad that God did that. We're glad that you were able to share that story, um, with, with everyone else. So Ryan, you good?
3: I'm good. I'm, (laughs) I'm along
1: for the ride on this one.
0: This was amazing. (laughs)
3: Speechless.
0: I'll I'll tell you this. I
1: know because I'm, I'm a listener, I haven't listened to them all. But I'm thinking about 75%. I <laughs> right. think I got about eight right. left. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but the uh, we know y'all finish on a verse. I'm going to get a little bit mm-hmm. in trouble here um, because I told, you know, she <laughs> asked smart. me not to do this. But she has now a good verse. You go verse, ahead. You go um, ahead. Enough said. Enough she said. always uses. And so <laughs> I'm going to read it. If, if you don't mind, no, go right ahead. Uh, but, but I want, but I want to <laughs> make a note of what the point of origin is. <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in Fano's Sunday school class, and Fano's already seen me get in trouble. Like, I, have, I have, I, I, I have, make, it, twice. <laughs> does that make it a habit? <laughs> um, but, but this is a, this is a verse um, that's always been close to G, and she's shared it with me multiple times, um, and so I just. Uh, wanted to, to read this because this is part of, part of her story, part of our story. And most of all, it's part of God's story. Uh, how then will, and by the way, excuse me, this is Romans 10, uh, 14 through 15. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? How are they to preach unless they are sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of
0: those who preach the good news well again thank you very much for coming it's a great story there is more to tell i'm sure but this is this will be our longest episode so you, you have that feather in your cap right there. You can tell people. Sounds like many <laughs> feathers. Well, <Best>. e- <laughs> Even though G is, uh, she thought we were almost to 20 episodes or something. We
2: she, She's got a little catching up to do.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, Start with this one and work your way back. Uh, okay. there, you go. there you go. But one thing we touched on last episode, I forgot to say it at the beginning, was we with Adam here last week talking about giving money, and it was brought to my attention. Some people may want to give anonymously and you don't want to uh, necessarily email in and get some information. So if you would like to do that, go to parkwaybc.net, and there's a tab there for online giving, and you will see uh, you can give to the podcast through that if that's something you would like to do. But if you would like to give anonymously to Adam and to um, his foundation that they are starting, you can email podcast at parkwaybc.net, And uh, I I will get those emails and we'll help you stay anonymous as that money gets sent to Adam. So I forgot to say that at the beginning. But Mark G., thank you so much for coming. Thank you for sharing your story.
3: Thank you all. Appreciate you guys.
0: Thank you all for listening. We love you. God loves you more. And we will see you again next week on GPS to God. Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.